Hello and welcome back to episode 2 of the Talk Podcast with me, Jay Deakin. In today's episode, we're going to talk about OCD. Uh, something I did touch on last week and I just want to go into a bit more detail on it today. So that's what we were going through. Um, just the different types of OCD the, um, and what what things mean, basically. Um, just going into a little bit of detail. So I'd like to start off the episode with something that I did say I was going to do last week, and that is name a positive thing that's happened in your week. In the past week, name a positive thing that's happened, like that you've done, so it could be anything. could be maybe you made a nice meal that you don't usually make, or you went to the gym. Um, Just any, anything that you think's positive so for myself I'm gonna say I went I went on holiday on the weekend I went to Edinburgh Glasgow um had a great time seeing seeing new places um I've had to deal with I've got a food allergy at the moment which is is I've just found out about so having to deal with like eating restricted diet and foods and finding places to eat um which I managed to do, so that's that's one thing that I'm happy about. So yeah, just take time, reflect for yourself, and just write one thing that that you've done good this week. It's nice to um, sort of recognize a positive thing you've done. So yeah, that's that's that. Um, so we'll get into OCD. Um, now there's there's four different categories to OCD. So OCD. First of all, stands for obsessive compulsive disorder. Um, there's four different categories, like types, which are checking, contamination or mental contamination, symmetry and ordering, and ruminations and intrusive thoughts. So I'm just gonna go into a bit of detail of of each one basically, um, and use my own experiences linked in with it. Um, so I've got some of the I use the OCD UK website um, just to get everything, make sure it's right. Because obviously I suffer with OCD. I know I know things, but I just want to make sure it's you know factual. So, um, we'll start off with checking and sort of like your memory. Um, so like reassurance. Um, so when you when someone with OCD is repeatedly checking stuff so it could be like with a loved person like a loved one they check that they're okay constantly because they're worried that like something bad's gonna happen to him or it could be someone like your partner like you're in a relationship and you constantly sort of check if like they still have strong feelings for you that they still love you or like you and that that's the thing that you'll do you'll you'll keep asking um seeking reassurance basically which you know, which is, it's hard, you know. Um, or it could be checking doors, taps, hobs, um, which is a more like sort of common one. Um, making sure everything's safe, etc. Or they could, there's also like rereading text, like which I I have myself where I keep read. When I read, I have to go back and read it all again because I'm scared that I've missed any information out. And I just I just keep I keep going over and over it, so 
basically the the ones I've just listed are like I I suffer with myself and the memory one is like you have to remember everything about the past, and you feel like your your memory sort of it's being fake. Like it's not if you forget something you and it sort of your OCD makes you change it, and um, so that's why you have to know everything about your past. So like any my like a few of my mates they know that my memory is like really good and I can remember things from years ago and. I just sort of need to know it's just um, I don't like letting go of it where I should, but you know I do struggle with that. Um, so yeah. Next one is contamination, which, basically, is a fear of being contaminated by germs, um, and it just becomes like a big obsessional worry, um, and that fear is like it. The contamination could come cause harm to yourself or to other people that you love. So a common one is like washing, cleaning, or avoiding. So you might avoid certain things because you think that's going to contaminate you or like washing your hands, which I, I do myself like constantly. Like I won't eat food. If my hands, are, I've not washed them, I can't touch anything and eat it. I'll eat it out the packet or I'll... If I have a biscuit, I'll eat half and throw the other away. But I do it very discreetly so people don't don't know basically. Um, the next one is ruminations. So, I've got the definition for it here, which rumination is a train of prolonged thinking about a question or theme that is undirected and unproductive. So you, with ruminations, you can like. You dwell on things. Um, it could be like life after death or nature of morality, um, religious things. And you just, it never leads to a solution or a conclusion or anything like that. It's just, you just keep thinking about it. Um, and when you are thinking about it, you, you, you're like preoccupied in your mind. So you, you come across as you're like, like you're detached sort of thing, like people will try and talk to you but you're not really there if you get me um so yeah that's ruminations uh we're going to talk about intrusive thoughts now um and these are where a person like suffers with obsessional thoughts that are like like repetitive and disturbing and um can be like quite horrific to be honest um like for example like causing like violence or harm to other like loved people loved ones sort of thing um and even people without ocd have intrusive thoughts or like whether that's negative or positive like a positive one um like oh they're gonna win the lottery or or they're gonna hurt someone but someone without ocd they don't act upon that they just don't think about it um but it OCD terms like they're generally like very unpleasant and repetitive um, and they're very hard to get out of your head so here's a few examples of different intrusive thoughts um, first up relationship intrusive thoughts so um, like feelings um, you could think oh do I actually like this person or do they like me or do they might hate me or Am I even attracted to him? Um, 
and you you sort of like re seek reassurance from your partner then like approval um and then you you could have thoughts about like not being faithful or your sexuality thinking that do I actually even fancy them or am I gay or like th- these are like different ones that you can think of um that that come across um another one is like sexual intrusive thoughts so similar to what relationship like fear of being attracted to the same sex or like family member or something that's really not nice like that um yeah so that's like the sexual one um <clears throat> then we've got <clears throat> magical thinking um this is where you think something bad's gonna happen so just because you think a bad thing's gonna happen it means it's likely to happen so say for example i don't do something like say count to 20 in the right way without just getting distracted then something's going to happen to my family um so when i was like a kid my mum was like um i'd have to like do stuff with the curtains um and then if it didn't feel right in my head in my head like it didn't feel right that i'd done it right i'd have to like keep doing it because if it didn't, like someone's gonna come in and kill my family, and then if they kill them, it's my fault. Um, so yeah, but there's there's a lot of ones like that. Um, so if you if you don't do something, something bad's gonna happen to your family basically, and whatever in whatever's in my mind means that it can come true. Um, so you, like you think, all these thoughts and events like are gonna happen but it's highly highly unlikely um because they're not even linked so sometimes you can think of something and it snowballs into this big massive like story and then you think it's gonna like it's real um so yeah but ocd just like it makes you believe there's a possibility that can happen um so yeah and it causes a lot of stress and anxiety. Um, and that can be really, you know, really, obviously it's really bad and it's not nice to, like, deal with. Um, another intrusive thought is, like, the violent one. So, like, thinking of, like, jumping in front of a train or killing someone, running someone over. Um, I, I have, like, the, the running over when I get, when I drive my car sometimes, I, like, I feel like I've run someone over, even though I've, no, I've not. Or sometimes you could just like think imagine I just like did like stab that person or did this or did that I know it's just a thought do you know what I mean everyone has these like intrusive thoughts but then you start doing like rituals like different things to stop yourself from making it happen even though you know it's not going to happen um, and then you like so like OCD sufferers label like label ourselves as like bad people just for having these thoughts and then that's obviously upsetting and um because you're constantly analyzing and questioning why you thought it um and a lot of people OCD like they're reluctant to find help with these sort of thoughts um and then <clears throat> another type is symmetry and order so people who with this one, like OCD, like things like lined up, which is probably the most like one that people know about. 
people like things like like lined up in the straight straight way, um, just to, so it feels right, and like. It prevents them feeling dis discomfort, sort of thing, um. So just like being neat with your pictures, clothes, etc. But this can be quite times consuming and, um, mentally, physically draining. Um. So yeah. That's that's it for like the intrusive thoughts. Um, go on to what triggers OCD now. So. This is like the original source of the worry, like could be like a certain place, a person, an object that like sets off an obsession. Um. So say if someone sees a knife and they've got a fear of a knife. Like they'll have the thought of stabbing someone or doing something with that knife. So that's like a trigger. So then they'll avoid that, which is another way of like how they deal with it. Or it could be like a, I don't know, like a mental trigger, like um, a bad memory about sort of a certain situation or a person. And then that will set, set something off then, like that will set their OCD off. So now we're going to um what triggers OCD. So what triggers o your OCD? Uh, it could be like a certain place, um, person, object, something that sets off an obsession. So for example, like a knife, if someone sees a knife, straight away they'll think about like stabbing someone or harming someone. And what they try to do now is avoid that. Um, or it could be like a mental trigger like a bad memory of like a death or a bad time in your life and that could trigger something and then you you, you know your, your OCD will go into overdrive then um and you find that like like people with OCD like like they find like like speaking personal as well like your obsession and compulsions are very frightening and scary um, and can be physically draining as well so you you go to like you go like a, a long way like a to great lengths basically to to avoid any triggers um because you know it's gonna lead to a lot of like ob obsessions and compulsions so sometimes like that's what you do avoid situations um but that brings us on to the next one which is avoidance um basically just avoiding situations, objects, people, basically what I've just spoke spoken about then. Um so people who've got like checking compulsions may avoid certain tasks or situations that increase their sense of responsibility. So say if you're living in a house with someone else, like your, your partner, and you know checking all the doors and the the gas hobs and the light switches and all that is, you know, it's going to cause you a lot of anxiety. You might get them to do it with you or you might ask, like, avoid it and just let them do it. Um, or, like, in my work, when I, when I I do, like, checking machines, that's my job to make sure they're safe. So sometimes, like, I know something's safe, but or I'll just, like, I'll just avoid that certain thing and give it to someone else to check because I, I just I just stay away from it and say, oh, can you do this because I, I don't want to do it. Um, so, yeah. Um, next is reassurance. 
So basically asking people reassurance. Um, so one is like a loved one, keep asking him. Maybe it's your girlfriend or friend, like just you know, we still friends or do you still love me or you know, like, cause you you've got this fear and you you don't know if it's real or not, um, and that that could be for anything like asking to, as I just said, checking doors, checking different things, um, because you can't take that responsibility on your own. You need someone else to back you up, um, and then we've got ritual which isn't a specific type of compulsive behaviour, but it's like a pattern. So you might do, like, three different phases in your head of thinking of certain certain something, um, and you'll do it in three different, like, stages. And then if someone, like, interrupts you, you'd have to go back and do all them three, three patterns again. Um, so, yeah, that that's basically what a, a ritual is. Just gonna move on to obsessions now. Um and these are basically like unwanted thoughts and they're very persistent and quite uncontrollable. Um but they can also be like images, fears or doubts. Um so they're like they're very intrusive, they're unwanted, they're disturbing, um and they like affect like your ability to function. Um just like day to day things basically. So like people with OCD, like we know that they're irrational thoughts and we know that they they don't make sense and they're stupid, but at the same time they're very real. So it's hard to differentiate basically. And um the only way to like relieve your anxiety is to to perform these compulsive behaviours. Um so I some of my obsessions that I do like constantly like like washing my hands um because I feel like I'm gonna get like contaminated and then get ill or I won't eat certain foods um the day before some I'm doing something important like boxing or football or whatever. Um or obsessions can be like men- mental ones where I'm just constantly going over things in my head about the past um, and it, until it makes me like really ill basically. Um, so yeah, that's obsessions. And the, there's a part here on the um, the OCD UK website which there's a good like example um, to try and explain about obsessions. And basically there's like some professors who are trained in OCD like they're doing a talk and what they do is they ask the audience to agree with this statement that saying something or thinking something doesn't mean it'll come come true and our thoughts are not magical and can't make things happen etc um and the audience agree and then they ask them to think like well they say for example thinking about winning a lottery and how your life will change doesn't mean you'll win the lottery um, which people agree with. Then they then they ask the audience to write down the name of a loved one on a bit of paper and then add a statement about something horrific happening to that person. And although everyone's just agreed that thoughts and um, thinking these things 
like magical thoughts, doesn't mean it's going to happen. Um, once they'd wrote that down, people like the the audience were, well, they couldn't write it down. They couldn't write that statement down on a piece of paper about something bad happening to their loved one. Or if they did write it down, they'd rip the paper up into little shreds. So this this is like, that, that shows that like, it helps people to understand OCD because it shows the power of of an intrusive thought and it shows like the distress that it can cause cause you basically and then how much it can like lead to compulsions etc so if that's a person without OCD they it sort of gives you an insight into what people with OCD actually have to think about and how uncomfortable them thoughts are if you get me so yeah I thought that was a good little um example to be honest um so compulsions are repetitive, purposeful, physical or mental actions that individuals feel compelled to engage in. So you fight your unwanted thoughts with purposeful behaviour, even though you know they're irrational, but you have to carry them out. Um, yeah. So, as I said before, you know, you, you, these, these things that you're thinking are not true, um, but you have to carry it out anyway. So it could be like, you might see a knife, think, oh, whatever, just stab, say, stab my brother or my mum with that. And you don't, that, that thought's just coming to your head. You know it's not, you don't think, you know it's not going to happen, you're not going to do it, but it's like you have to then carry out and do something good. Or you might just have to go and touch something 10 times, or you might have to count something in your brain, or do you know what I mean? So that, that you do that to like get rid of that bad thought, to sort of neutralise it. Um, so yeah, these are a few things that I've just picked up on off the web off like the website and um just gone through. So they're like the main things with OCD. Um it just shows, you know, what it actually is and it's one of the it's ranked tenth most top debilitating illnesses in the world, O C D. Um and people say like little O I've got a bit of O C D or they misuse the word O C D, that's like it makes it harder for to people to understand, and um, so that's basically why, you know, I'd like I've done this podcast to hopefully change that misconception a little bit. So yeah, um, I just go into a little bit how OCDs affected me, um, like a couple of my things. So mine are a lot of like mental ones inside where people won't know that I'm thinking things or I'm doing stuff, but. I could be having, like, I might have had a conversation with someone and I'm going over it in my brain, everything that we just spoke about, to the start, to the end, because I need to know about it. Or it could be about myself, how I I hate myself or I don't like this about myself, or, like, going back in time, like, knowing everything, like, from what year sort of thing I need to know. If I don't know, then if I forget it, it's, like, a really bad thing for me. Um... It could be things that I'm not happy about with my physical self, like that I don't like, and I'll go over and over it about I wish I could change it, even though I can't. Um. There's 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 all different ones. Sometimes it could be like thinking about death. Like I could go into so much detail about thinking about how I'd die. Imagine if I died now, and what would happen after I die? And I'll go into so much detail about it. I could be think about it for a long time, like. 
for example, I was driving back from Southampton last month. Um, I got off. I, I met my mates in Worcester, and I drove back from Worcester to my house. Then like, I left my car there, and that two hour journey home, all I thought about was was death. Like that's all I thought about. Um, for two hours, and then I got to near my house, and I was just like, "Oh my god, like, I'm home. What the hell? Like, where did that go?" Because I just obsessed over that, that thought. Like, um. So yeah, it's very time consuming, and it can be very distressing, you know, um. And a seeking reassurance is one I do a lot with, like people. I ever feel like people are fell out of me or they're not happy or like they're being funny with me like I sort of ask him sort of thing like are you okay with me or is everything all right or like and I take it personally like I take things personally but even though it it's not like half the time and then I feel like I put people off or I piss people off then but I don't mean to it's just like I'm worrying I'm really worrying about that person like not being my mate no more or whatever. So yeah, they, they, they had a couple of things that I do and um there's there's other, there's a lot of things to OCD. Um but it's just very you know, some of them are very distressing. Like when I was a teenager, like that was the, probably the worst time because I, I didn't have a clue what was going on then. Um and I used to have to get out of my bed like seven or eight times down from a bunk bed and check my curtains and keep me I'd have to move them to a certain position because if I didn't, someone's going to kill my family tonight and break in. And I'd get back in bed and I'd feel like, okay, yeah, that's okay now. And then it'd come into my head again and go, someone could kill your family. And then I'd have to get out of the bed again. And then this would be late at night and then the next day, you know, my mum would be like, why are you up late last night? What are you doing? And banging around it. What I couldn't say anything, you know, I, I didn't know what to say. I, I couldn't just say, oh, I'm thinking these things. So, yeah, it was very, like, there was a lot of them. And, like, checking on my brother, like, making sure he's all right all the time. He used to, like, just make sure he's okay. Like, you all right, Nath? You okay? You okay? Um, Like, before we went to bed sort of thing. Because I was worried that he was going to die in his sleep. Um, So, yeah, there's, there's a lot of different, a lot of different things, but... Yeah, um, I feel like I've covered a few, a few areas on OCD, and um, hopefully, help you to understand it a little bit more. And I won't go on too long. So yeah, um, let me know what you think of the episode. And next episode we'll go. We're gonna we're gonna go into talk about depression. Um, so yeah. Look forward to next week, and uh, thanks for listening.